Mike's over there swiping left, swiping right. I mean, does swiping up and down do anything? I guess it would go through the profile. <laughs> I don't want to know what you're giggling about yourself over there. I looked at it. I'm like, I started reading because I don't. I honestly don't know the lyrics of the song. And then I read them like, there's no way that's right. <laughs> so this is supposed to be the lyrics to uh, Wolves? Yeah. <laughs> Wolf stole my son. Oh, God, where is he? Frank Ocean, do you know? You're going to message that I can't see because it's blocking yeah. the... Uh... Oh, not your phone works. Where my son is. Sorry, man. I don't fuck with wolves. That's how I lost my. F- <laughs> what? What is this fucking show? What is what is going on here? What is this? What is this? What is this? What is this? Seriously, guys. Seriously. Who am I? You yeah, that's know. A, that's great. I know. Great impression. Yeah, no one knows who it is besides you yeah, and Shmominick Shmorty over there. Shmominick Shmorty. Anyways, Mike. Before we get things going here tonight. Mm-hmm. On episode 164 of the Pest Control Podcast, yeah. there's a story that I began to share with you the other night, but I wanted to share it again for, for our listeners, and that was, I've been... and, and I, off. I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Way to call me out, Mike. Jeez. Mm-hmm. My hands are above the table. I don't know what the fuck Mike is talking about. Anyways, I've been doing this slowly. Kind of really just a two-time thing so far. But it's something I'm going to run with on the behind the scenes. And mm. it's clearly already got its teeth into the person I'm trying to do this to. Oh. And I, I want to feel really good about myself because you gave me a lot of credit saying this was like my fucking magnum opus here. Magnum opus? Magna Carta? Magnum opus. I think magnum opus would be the correct thing. I don't know if I went that far. I, I, I gave you kudos for it. Yeah, you said it was my... Not like the best thing ever. Yeah. Just for me, this is like, this is the top of the fucking yeah. top of the charts. It's not getting any higher than this. So, I have been convincing Jen's dad that Jen is in fact a witch, mm-hmm. and not that I have any problem with witches. I know witches. We live in Salem, um, but I just think it's funny because I a didn't think that he like I just assumed he was gonna run with it as me trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. But instead, he ran with it as, oh, no, you're serious. And it's funny to see him still continue to believe that I am telling the truth. So basically, Jen's parents were over, and we live in Salem, and Jen has, I mean, we have a bunch of Salem stuff, but Jen has some, like, witch books and all these other things. And on the table in the living room, we're all set in the living room, there was like a, a book that was like the Witches of Salem or something, or like the history history of the witches in Salem. And her dad pointed it out and like jokingly was like, what is this witch witch stuff? Like, you, what are you, a witch now? And I was like, no, 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 Jen's not a witch. And then I was like, wait. And I pulled out another book and I was like, this, is, this says Witch's Bible? And Jen's like, it's just a decoration. I'm like, I don't know, Jen. There's a bookmark in here. And dad was like, whoa, whoa, you don't just put bookmarks in books for decorations. You're Mm. reading that book. And I'm like, she's definitely reading this book. And I just kept running with it. There's like a sign. We have like a thing hanging there that says, like, you are magic. And he's like, magic? Do witches use magic? I was like, I don't know, but Jen's definitely a witch. The other day she was asking for, like, you know, I have Newt. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know. I don't know. I I wouldn't have been able to pull that one out. No. But we, that wouldn't have been too far. He wouldn't believe that. But, but we, we do. So we have done some like, like, I mean, maybe we are witches. I don't even know. Like, yeah, maybe, we, maybe it's not really a joke. Maybe you didn't realize that Jen's actually a witch. But we, we were like doing some things with like Palo Santo, like lighting some stuff. And like mm-hmm. we light sage every once in a while because it's supposed to get like the better. Did you get a cauldron out? And she was like, Doyle, Doyle, Doyle. No, yeah. uh, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. But 
we do we do light some stuff from time to time to kind of like clear the bad energy out all that stuff mm. but we have this like other we have like a spell kit that is it a kit to protect you from the spells or just a kit to uh, cast spells it's it's something that we got from a witch that is a, like a specific type of like spell we're trying to cast uh-huh. it's not gonna make me like you guys no, damn it alright I'll, I'll return it then there's no refunds, but I, I don't know. It's just it's just funny to me. And then to further it along, I when when Jen was with her parents last week or whatever, <laughs> it got brought up again, and like he was mad about it. Uh, so I'm like, this is this is great. No, this is really good. So the next time I see him, I gotta find a, a clever way to like sneak it in, sneak, but not seem like I'm just like, you know, bringing it up to bring it up. Because then I think then I think I'll out myself as mm-hmm. the jokester. Yeah. What if we just do a spell in front of him? Yeah, maybe. Is that is that the right way to go about? It? I don't know. Pick up a wand or something. Well, we'll get this Harry Potter shit out of here. Uh, there's a wizard. Well, I'm a witch. Are there witches in Harry Potter? Witch is just a female wizard. Outside of Harry Potter, is that true? Too? I mean, ask Jen. All right, get call her. Call her up. Call her back on the phone. Let's get her on. Get her on the horn. Get on the horn. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. Each in every week, a few best friends sit down and chat about the latest in video games and nerd culture. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me today is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how are you doing? That's about it. No, that's a fucking line. I know it. You want to know how I know it? Mm, do tell. Because you had cookies before you got here. So somebody's got to be in a good mood. Honestly, they're leftover cookies from the ones I got in Miami. I never, like, finished them. Like, I've just been breaking up pieces of them, like... Miami? Yes, Miami. Wait, the big-ass cookie that you got? Mm-hmm. You brought it on the plane? Oh, yeah, I brought... I didn't... I I ordered three cookies when I was there, and I didn't realize how big they were until I got them. And you didn't bring them here? No, no. I'm a big them. guy. I It didn't cross my mind to share. That's fine. I, I don't want your fucking pity cookies now. All right, good. I mean, yeah. What, so which cookie are you? Were you nibbling on? Which which one are you getting going? I, so I don't. Rem- I have to look at my receipt. I think I got like a. The, I got cinnamon toast crunch one. I got an Oreo one and a cookies and cream one. I think. And I think I might have eaten the cookies and cream, and now I'm okay. like breaking off pieces of the Kit Kat bar. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any milk though, and that's like been throwing me off. I'm like, I really kind of want some milk, but at the same time, I can't let these cookies sit here until I follow through and buy milk. It's a whole thing. Yeah. People are complaining that they can't hear you, Mike. You're not speaking up. Mike's, uh, Mike's got a quiet voice. I think it's partially because the stream... Anyways, the stream setup is a little bit different than the actual podcast. The podcast will, will sound a lot better than what the stream OBS BS is. Because when I have the mics turned up too loud for OBS, for some reason it mm-hmm. makes an echo, so I turn them down lower for OBS. Echo. E- anyways. Echo. Um, so... What have you been playing, Mike? Playing anything new lately? Playing anything at all this week? Not really. Nothing? Nothing making its way? No no mini motorways? Mini metro, sorry? I actually haven't played that game in a while either. Did, um, did we talk about mini motorways last week? Did mm-hmm. I tell you that I started playing the sequel to mini metro? No. I, that didn't come up? Mm-mm. Are you sure? We talked about mini metro when I was playing it, and you said, I don't know anything about this game. Tell me about this game. And I explained it to you, and then that was it. Okay. Well, I guess we'll talk about that because I, I had it on my notes, but I was like, wait, no, we already talked about that. I must have just confused Mini Metro with Mini Motorways. Mm. So I've been playing the sequel 
Okay. Which is on Apple Arcade. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I swear to God, we already talked about this. Now, now I'm all thrown off. I've never been thrown off like this. I mean, ask somebody there who actually listens to this show. That's a lot of work, and we're recording a show. So I don't know. I'll just briefly say that I started playing Mini Motorways, which is the sequel to Mini Metro, mm-hmm. or it's the next game from that developer. Yeah. I don't know what it car- I don't know what this if there's any similarities. I'm sure there's some, but I don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. But it's a similar type of premise where you're building roads. Yeah. It is not easy. But it's like I, I don't know if this is how you feel about mini motorways. Mini it's Metro. not yeah, mini metro. It's not easy, but it's not too hard, but it gets hard quick, but it's relaxing. Is that like is that how you would describe your time with mini Um, I would definitely say relaxing. And I would say that it does get to a point where, like, I feel like they are throwing things at me deliberately just to fuck shit up. Yeah. Is there a kill screen? Is there, like, a scenario where you lose and then you have to restart? Yes. Okay, so same with mini motorways. If too many people wait at any particular station for too long, Mm -hmm. then the game will end. Oh. Okay, so that's similar to how mini motorways works. Basically, mini, mini motorways is you're trying to get houses... You're building roads between houses and jobs, and the houses have two cars in each, and they have to get to the jobs, the mm-hmm. right colors, to the right places. Yeah. And if too many jobs get stacked up and no cars come, mm-hmm. you lose. But it gets to the point where it's like, I, like, I swear, there, there's, a, there's a ceiling. Like there, there must be a certain point that you just can't get further. But clearly, you can at least get double as far as where I am, which I want to see these galaxy brain people that are playing because the highest score that I've gotten is like somewhere over 700 mm-hmm. and the like top scores on the most of the maps that I've noticed are like 1600. Oh. So it's like, it's getting fucking bonkers for me at 700. What does it look like for these people that are playing at that high level? Um, But I, it's weird. I'm really enjoying it. I don't think it, it. It's a game that I don't know if I would have bought it. Like I don't know if I ever would have been like I want to buy this. Yeah. But the fact that it's there for me to try, I'm like whoa. Like this is, this is a, like a type of game that I need. Um, let me see. I'm just pulling up last week's show notes to see. It doesn't say it here. Which is weird because I, maybe we just only talked about Mini Metro two weeks ago. Okay. So yeah, I've been playing Mini Motorways. Partially because you were talking about how you would play Mini Metro, and I was like, "Oh, this is on Apple Arcade. Let me check it out." So mm-hmm. I would, uh, I'd recommend if that any of that sounds intriguing to you, I would definitely check it out, see what's going on. Um, but I have been playing a lovely game, and now we can talk about it. I've, I've been playing it for two weeks, but we haven't been able to talk about it until uh, yesterday. But Killer Queen Black, which is a game that we played at Paxis this past year, uh, past March, and it's something that I've been looking forward to personally for a long time. It got announced at... it. So a quick backstory of, of the game is that Killer Queen, which is the original game, is an arcade game. Uh, it's a little bit different than Killer Queen Black. There's It's a 5-on-5 five five as compared to a 4-on-4, four four, and I think there's some other smaller, like minor differences between mm-hmm. Killer Queen Black and Killer Queen the arcade game. But it's basically uh, an arcade game that kind of has like a really like decent size like cult competitive following. 
where there's not a lot. There's probably about, I, I want to say, from what I was reading, about 100 of these custom-built arcade machines um, that ha house the game. And they're sprinkled around the country. And there's, like, people that travel to, like, the tournaments and other places that have them. And it's, it's really fucking awesome. So the fact that they're now bringing this to consoles and Steam... I believe it's on Discord, Nitro, whatever. However, Discord does the game uh, stuff. I don't think Discord does Nitro. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm thinking about something else. There's something that they, they I, aren't doing anymore. I think Discord is getting rid of their game thing. Yeah. But I think I think Killer Queen is still part, part of it somehow. I think you need to have Nitro. I, I, have, no, I have no idea how that paid like, tier stuff of Discord works. Mm -hmm. But it's on Steam as of today, and it's also on Nintendo Switch. It's coming to Xbox one at some point there's no release date yet but it is coming there's a flawless uh, at least in my experience so far there's flawless cross play between steam and switch and when xbox gets added to the mix that'll be cross play as well um but basically it got announced at nintendo's e3 direct 2018 and i was like whoa on my radar and i remember them saying i thought they had said it was supposed to be a winter 2018 release and then it got delayed and then we saw it at pax and then finally, it got announced a release date. I think it must have been in the last Nintendo Indie Direct is when they uh, mm -hmm. put out the release date. So I've been eagerly anticipating this. Um, I mean, as as to kind of like amplify and and speak true to our excitement for it. At least my excitement is very. Rare. I feel like very rarely do we go back to the same games at PAX more than once. Mm. And I don't know if you were in the group with us every time, but I probably played it four times. Did you go back at least more than once with us? Um, I think so. But that wasn't like a like it, it's a good game. I just don't want you to think that I was like going back because I was joining the board. I think I went back because I was like I was with you guys. No, I I I I, I know a, that you're that clear. I know that your opinion on the game is not like you don't share the same. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm that I do, exactly. Um, but I, I couldn't remember if you had gone yeah, multiple times. I think once. I played more than once. Um, but, I mean, that in itself, that speaks, I, I think that speaks volumes because PAX is super crowded. We have so many things, different going, different panels, different you know developers we're meeting with, all this stuff, appointments set up, all these things. And we had a, an appointment to play Killer Queen. And after we did that, I was like, you know, I really, like, fucking want to go back and play Killer Queen again. And it helped that the Microsoft booth wasn't that packed, so it was easy to just kind of sneak back in, get some matches in. Um, uh, were you playing with us the match that I'm pretty sure we were playing against one of the developers, and they were playing a man down, and they still fucking rocked us? Yes. I'm pretty sure I was there for that. Yeah. We're bad. Mm -hmm. But currently, I'm what, Mike? I don't want to say. It. You tell me. I don't know. Top 30 of a game that mm, I don't know how many people are currently playing yet. It got ranked yet. I mean, you can toot your own horn all you want. I'm not. You're tooting it. Oh, no. I'm not tooting anything. Well, well you're the one I, saying I want to. I want to make it very clear. I do not think this is a huge accomplishment. <laughs> Being top 30? Being top 30. I mean, I'm sure it'll drop down very quickly. Very quickly. As soon as more people start to play it this weekend. Exactly. But I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling real good about it. Mm -hmm. If I played any ranked during before the game came out, I probably would have been, I could have been a lot higher. It would have been funny to have a screenshot of that because I'm an idiot. I'm a moron. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really enjoying my time with it. I'm looking forward to playing some more matches all weekend long. Um, 
so far the community around it too is like really welcoming and there's not like it's a highly it can be a very highly competitive game and so far i haven't run into anyone on mic in most matches i've run into people on microphone but i haven't run into anyone on mic that's been like toxic Wait for Todd to get really into this. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait for Todd to like really set up like, yeah, I was playing solo last night. Well, uh, well, <laughs> I'll save my Todd thoughts for off the air. Well, he he's like likes to play as the queen. And I don't think he is great at being the queen. He's he's good. But like the queen the, here. Here's I don't want to talk about Todd. Here's what makes the game so great is that you have, and if you want to hear, like, if you want to read, like, more in-depth thoughts of, of my thoughts on the game, my review is up at PassController.io. You can find it up there. Um, but basically, what makes the game very interesting is that I feel like the meta changes while you're playing the game. Because compared to other games, most other games, like, Take Overwatch, for example. Overwatch, you go into Hanamura, and the objective is to... You're either on offense or defense, and the objective is to get the point or defend the point. And that's the objective. Mm -hmm. And everything else that happens, you can kill as many people as you want, but there's an objective, and nothing else matters besides the objective. Killer Queen Black, every round has three objectives, which are available to both teams at all times so everything matters and everything doesn't matter at the same time like you have to be paying attention to your teammates the enemy teammates and the three win conditions you have to be looking at their hive to see if they're going for an economic victory you have to be paying attention to your queen's lives and their queen's lives because they might be going for a military victory and pay attention to the snow I mean, you were sitting right here and you watched as we were one berry away from a high victory, but no one was paying attention to the snail and they fucking walked that snail right in. Mm. You know what I mean? So it can get, like, it's it's about having really good awareness, also being good at the game, but having really good awareness of where everyone's at, what everyone's doing, and trying to figure out at any given moment, should we be defensive aggressive should we be going for economic military or snail like and, and that can change throughout the course of the match you can you can be trying to push the snail and, and getting it close or whatever something gets flipped they start pushing it back the snails in the middle but oh you know what in the background the whole time todd's been fucking squirreling away berries and we're getting halfway there to fucking hive let's let's switch gears and go hive oh shit they're going for hive we need to play defense on their hive and and stop them from getting economic victory so there's just it, I, i've played a lot of heated matches already just where the focus has seesawed throughout the match of like switching gears to to win mm -hmm. and uh that's really exciting to me that's like a really enthralling that has a lot of appeal for me like i that it, the game controls really well the game is balanced so the fact that there's this whole strategic element of the three victories, the three win conditions makes it a super appealing game to me. Like, it's just, oh, I'm so excited that it plays really well. I'm so excited that it plays really well. 
because it's it's something that's gonna like stick in my rotation for quite some time. And I know I'm talking a lot about the competitive nature of it and the competitive aspects, but I do think that it has a really low uh, barrier to entry. I think that the game does a good job. There's a like a if you're new to the game, there's a tutorial thing in the game that explains it goes through the aspects of the game very well and quickly so you can kind of just learn the game on the fly and i think that it opens it up to be a really good like casual party game too mm. um and it so it's four and four you have the option to play online um against another four players you can play locally with two switches in two games 4v4 across the two switches or like me and you could play right here and hop on link it with two other people online and play against four other people so there's there's a a lot of options for for getting your matchmaking right the only thing that i've seen some people complain about uh and i mentioned in my review but it's not really a complaint that i share too much because i don't know how often i'm gonna be in the scenario where i have eight people at my house that want to play killer queen black but you can't play eight on one switch so it is what it is but I, I i do really enjoy it so far I'm, I'm looking forward to spending some more time in it um i wish i didn't have to go to a wedding tomorrow because i just want to play more video games you know what i mean just want to play more games so that's killer queen black it's available now on switch on steam on discord 19.99 if any of that sounds interesting i would definitely check it out there's a uh, there's a lot of fun to be had there and there's a there's a very high skill ceiling so you can definitely if you like it you can there's room to just kind of climb your way up and and you know be one of the best out there and i would not be shocked if very soon we don't see a competitive scene grow around killer cream black as well as the arcade game um so yeah i'm really i'm really excited looking forward to playing some more of that and you should definitely check it out if it's interesting to you but switching gears a little bit mike you had the chance to see joker over the weekend i have not seen it yet so spoiler free how you feeling about the joker yeah it was a fine film it was um mm, yeah it was a fine film um if you disconnect it from everything else batman as far like meaning like every other like Batman movie or just disconnected from Batman altogether, disconnect like yeah disconnect disconnect from Batman altogether. Like at the end of the film, it's clearly like you know this is the Joker, but like he's definitely not anything like um, any of the previous Joker iterations you've seen. Now, do you think that's on purpose like do you think they're just on purpose trying to tell this story and then that's it we're not making like we're not gonna continue anything in this world uh no what i'm thinking is that they had a movie idea and decided to kind of put the joker on top of it oh so you think it started as not yeah interesting i feel like it's a movie that wasn't a Joker movie until later on in production like oh you know what this will be an interesting way to kind of sell this film and they did it and it works I just mean hmm. at the end of it I'm, I'm like eh. 
do you think it would have not been a good film? Or do you think the film wouldn't have done as well as it did if it wasn't tied to the Joker? Um, I think it would be a lot smaller of a film. Like, it wouldn't... Okay. It wouldn't get all the attention it's gotten if it wasn't like, this is the Joker. It's a good movie, but, like, if it wasn't... Like, put it this way. If Batman Begins wasn't about Batman, but was about, like, a made-up superhero, I think you could still, like, mark it as, like, a big, like, interesting take on, like, the superhero genre. Whereas this, if it wasn't the Joker, it would be, like... It'd be, like, a good character movie. So, is this a film that Martin Scorsese would like? Uh, yes, maybe. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It's, is this cinema, or is this not cinema? I think it's cinema. Okay. All right. So, superhero movies, not cinema. But supervillain movies, cinema? Yeah. That's why, for the longest time, Suicide Squad was the only movie, the superhero movie to have an Academy Award. Uh, we don't need to talk about that. That being said, you have seen Suicide Squad, correct? Yes. Begrudgingly? I don't remember the circumstances. I think it might have been a case of I got the ticket for $4, so I went. Okay. So, having seen mm-hmm. the the Nolan films, having seen Suicide Squad, having now seen Joker, and I'm assuming you've seen uh, the old Batman films. Yeah, yes. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it. Well, a couple of them are on TV, and like I'll tune in every once in a while. Where does Joaquin Phoenix stack up? Or I guess before you answer that, previously to The Joker, is Heath Ledger your Joker of choice? Uh, I'd probably give it to Mark Hamill. Oh, you're going animated here. Yeah. Okay. Let's take, just for the sake of live action, let's take mm-hmm. Hamill out of the equation. Yeah. Who, who are you Who are you rolling with here? Uh, yeah, I guess Ledger first, then Nicholson, um, then... Leto, I suppose. Um, <laughs> he's damaged, Mike. Yeah, I know. He's he's damaged. He put right? it on his forehead. He let us all know. Now that you've seen Joker, mm-hmm. where does where does Joaquin find his way? Um, maybe second to last. So he's he's definitely above Jared Leto. Yeah. But he's below everyone else. Yeah, and honestly, I would have to think about it more. Because it depends on what I'm, what am I looking for? Uh, I mean, we we can go, hello, we can go either way. We can go, I mean, it sounds like if we went the way of like Joker portrayal, mm. it would not be necessarily fucking top of the charts here. But as far as just overall performance. An overall performance, then, then he'd probably be first or second just like in terms of like just yeah because that's what i was kind of getting at is in, i'm in I, from sh- everything i've heard is that the performance is really yes, good in terms of sheer acting he'd be first or second in terms of like personal preference like just how the character worked within the movie yeah i would give it to ledger if we're talking about just all around i think encompassing what i think the sh- joker should be then probably probably Nicholson. Okay. Alright. Because he was he was like a killer, but like he was definitely like a wacky sort of like he had the gun that would say bang and shit yeah. like that. The Nicholson one was more of a comic book 
adaptation, yes, I would was, say. He was definitely more like campy comic booky, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Heath Ledger's was a little bit more tried to be grounded in reality. It tried to be grounded in reality, but he was. Um, but yeah, he was extremely dangerous, and yeah, like, it was he had a he had a whole philosophy that was actually kind of cool to get behind. Tell you one thing, I'm not a big fan of Bane in Dark Knight Returns Rises. Dark Knight Rises, yeah, Bane was kind of a weird one. Oh dear. It, somewhere in what I assume was Jen's Bane impression, <laughs> she turned into Bill Cosby. We we all are aware of that, right? <laughs> oh boy! Oh. What do you mean your kids don't like the brain with the I have to sleep next to that tonight, Mike. You don't have to do anything. That's but you're actually going true. To. <laughs> Where's the coach, Navi? Let's go. Um, is it a movie you think I would like? Um, I don't think you would hate it. Is it I'm scary? Say, no. Okay. Is it gory? No. Okay, all right. It's a little bit gory. I mean, I guess you could argue... I think there are certain parts that might be kind of gory. You might flinch a little bit, but, like, it's not... It's not, like, awful. It's not, like, full-blown, like, horror movie, like... Okay. Yeah, then I'm fine. Because I, I read something briefly that was, like... It was a disturbing film, and I was like, is this something I'm going to, like, it, not like? Is it is it R? Yeah, it's R. Okay. Um, it's yeah. I I think it's a fine film. I like. I had one other friend that would ask me like, "Hey, you know, should I see this movie?" I'm like, I don't think you would like it. Like, there are certain people that I can look at and be like, "Yeah, I don't think this movie is for you." Um, I think you might. I don't think you would hate it. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out if you would like it or if you would be like. Is it bold. sad? I get well. I think at the end of the movie, or at least you sympathize and you pity uh, Walking Phoenix's character throughout pretty much all the film. Like he he does some fucked up things, but you can see why it's happening. Okay. And like you might be like, yeah, you know, he he was he was wrong, but I can see why this occurred. Okay. I. Product of a circumstance. I saw oh yeah, society, right? Yeah. And like the meme going around society. Yeah, well, uh, that meme's been going around for a while, and this is just interesting time to pull it up. Okay. Um, I I can't remember if it was Joaquin or or what's the director name? Todd Phillips. Yeah. Uh, one of them in an interview said something along the lines of, "I think they were asked if this if this character is ever going to meet Batman," and. I believe the response was this character wouldn't make sense to meet Batman. Yeah. But this character could return as like the inspiration to the villain Joker. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how that I would translate, think, obviously. I think that would honestly make a lot more sense. If that... this is just a guy that has these circumstances and then there's the Joker that mimics we... him. We can talk. I mean, I don't know if you have any intention of ever seeing the movie, but I think I'm probably gonna see it this week. Okay, so like it when you see it, that interpretation would make a lot more sense. Okay, if if I uh, like the film enough, we'll do a, a spoiler cast. All right. If not, we'll just briefly talk about it in the next episode. But moving on along here, 
you, I'm assuming, haven't had the chance to watch El Camino yet, because I have no, not either. I I didn't realize it came out until, like, something happened this morning. I'm like, oh, did it come out? I'm like, ah, shit, I'll have to watch it later. I was, I know Todd was hoping it was going to come out at midnight, but I don't no, think it always, came out until, I, like, 3. They typically put out their releases at, like, 3. Yeah, so midnight in California time. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for it. I've kind of stayed a little just out of the internet talk about it because mm-hmm. i already know i'm gonna watch it so i watched like the first two trailers which i know when todd had texted that that character was there i was like i don't remember him in the trailer apparently i did watch that trailer i just don't remember that scene from oh. the trailer i don't i have no idea i don't know uh, but i'm really excited to check that out i'm i'm hoping that it's uh good for the legacy of breaking bad yeah and i think that they even though i didn't finish watching better call saul someday i will but better call saul never seemed like it was just a cash grab mm-hmm. uh you didn't finish it either right no i might have done the first season i still have to watch that it was more. it was a different show but it was still really good acting and mm-hmm. it, it was it was really good it was just i mean i don't i don't really commit to television so i don't really watch things on a weekly basis usually um i just don't have that I usually just don't have that in my life yeah. algorithm. Um, so something interesting that I saw that's, that Valve announced that I know we don't really talk about a lot of PC stuff since we don't, we're not really big PC guys. But did you say that they announced something called Remote Play Together mm-hmm. coming this month to Steam? So basically what they're going to do is games that only have local multiplayer like a uh, overcooked or towerfall or something something like that mm-hmm. from what i understand it's any game that has local multiplayer the way it's going to work is you use steam remote play and if i own the game i can go into local multiplayer you open uh, i'll send you an invite through steam remote play together you open it and we play online local multiplayer oh that's pretty cool so yeah it, it is pretty cool if that works and it does well i hope they someone does that for consoles too Mm because i mean there's not a lot of games that that i play that have don't have that option but like towerfall is the prime example if if i could play towerfall online like sign me the fuck up i would love to play towerfall online um so i mean it's a little bit different it won't have matchmaking from what i understand but like we could all just hop on and play Towerfall. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like, well, at least in the Steam scenario, it sounds like you don't need multiple copies of the game. Just one just person has to have it. You can go from there. Um, and supposedly it's it'll run in 60 frames per second, 1080p, across mm-hmm. across everything, as long as your internet's fine. I thought that was really cool. I thought that, I think I think that's a really cool uh, way around games that just don't have matchmaking or online multiplayer. Mm-hmm. and if you can remove I mean again obviously it would be nice to be able to just jump in and join random people and play more often but it does give things like Towerfall more more playtime in our rotation if you know we don't have to all come to my house yeah, to play it mm-hmm. so I know last week we had talked briefly about the Pokemon 24 hour live stream that was going on mm-hmm. and while we were recording nothing really had happened but at some point after, the the big reveal from what I gather is that Galarian Ponyta mm. is is the next addition to the the Galar region. 
how do you feel about them doing a 24-hour live stream to reveal Galarian Ponyta? Uh, I mean, look, Jeff Kaplan can sit in front of a fireplace for 24 hours or whatever. It is. And reveal nothing. And reveal nothing. So, I, I mean, this is more than that, maybe? I guess. I, I don't hate it. I like that it, like, kept people talking about Pokemon for yeah. the day, but it seemed a little egregious for that to be the announcement. At least, like, maybe tease something else. Or maybe show off, like, a like another legendary Pokemon in the background or something, and then never, like, actually reveal it. Just be like, what the fuck was that? And everyone's speculating going crazy. Because everyone speculated about the Glarian Ponyta, because it wasn't really in focus people were screenshotting it a little blurry it was in the back background and it was like a split split online it was some people like that's clearly a galarian ponyta or some people like that's a new legendary and turns out galarian ponyta Ponyta. i'm curious to see what galarian rapidash looks like Mm -hmm. if it just goes like crazy because it did you see have you seen what galarian ponyta looks like yes it looks great like a little, a little, a little unicorn. Shield exclusive. Which, not that it matters. I'm going to trade with people who have sword because mm-hmm. I need that surfetched. Yeah. But that's a that's a nice little split there. You get surfetched on one side. You get Galarian Ponyta. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty some pretty dope, dope Galar regions, virgins. I I like that they're continuing this trend. I know some people weren't a big fan of Alolan stuff, but mm-hmm. I like the remix you know what i mean so do these pokemon do the different versions have a different number in the pokedex or do they show up the same they i believe show up in the same pokedex entry or same number but i mean i'm speaking a little out of terms here i don't know how 100 percent correct i am here but i believe that there's each each region has their own Pokédex. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, let me. I'm trying to think of what a, a Lolan uh, form. So, Vulpix in Ninetales had a Lolan forms. Yeah. So, Vulpix was a number in the Alolan Pokédex, not necessarily the number that's in the Kanto Pokédex. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pokédex. <coughs> when you get to the national Pokédex, which combines all the regions, mm-hmm. then I think the Alolan forms get put onto the national dex number. So okay. in Volpex case, it would be whatever the Kanto number yeah. is. Sixty nine, maybe. Who, it's who? I don't think it's sixty nine. Volpex was like was like in the was in the middle. I guess I mean the middle would still be around sixty nine. I guess yeah. I don't think it was that high though because it was one fifty. I think I want to say Volpex was. A little bit earlier than that, probably like forties. Yeah, I used to know the one. I used to know the order of one fifty by heart. Because I'm a loser. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, I, I just, I was a big fan of uh, Pokemon cards growing up, so like, I always had all like my stuff like in order. You had to have them all. You gotta have, you gotta have them all. So I like my binders would be like in decks order. So I used to like know them by heart because it was. Did did you do this? Did you collect your cards like that? Like put them in a binder? Um, I put them in a binder, but I don't remember what order the binder ultimately ended up being in. See, so I, 
like a three ring binder so it was like nine slots per page mm-hmm. so like i had it like memorized to like oh yeah no like no no, no like minoran goes over here like, yeah. i had like a i had like an actual like red like pokemon carbine that said pokemon on the Ooh. front and all that shit i i just had like a one of these days have you ever seen my pokemon card collection I don't remember. I know I, at some point I saw a binder of yours that had cards in general because, like, you were giving away, like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I'm like, I'll take this and I'll take this. Did I get rid of all my Yu-Gi-Oh cards? I don't know if you got rid of them all. I just know that it was a binder that had cards in it, and I think you didn't care about the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like, well, I, well I'll take this one off your hands. Yeah, I mean, I definitely didn't, wouldn't have gotten rid of my Pokemon cards. Yeah, so I don't know if they were, like, in the same binder. No, no, no. no. Okay. <laughs> Sharing a Pokemon cards with a Yu-Gi-Oh cards in the same binder? It seemed like it was a big binder. I mean, I so I, basically, I I don't know how many, like I don't know up to what number it went up to before I stopped collecting Pokemon cards. But I had like the binder that had one fifty, but then it got confusing because they would put out like booster packs and sets of cards that were the same Pokemon but dip new cards mm-hmm. so I would sometimes I think I started by doing just like front and back of the same page so like the first page would have the three starters and their evolutions yeah. the back side of that would be like if I had a different card of that one so mm-hmm. it would be like on the other side Yeah. Um, but then I so I got into I got into collecting promo cards like that was my jam like promo cards were my thing you you familiar with what those are or not mm. so promo cards were basically do you ever have a first edition pokemon card if i did i didn't know so if you had a first edition pokemon card if you're looking at the pokemon card and it's like the top is the picture of the pokemon mm. right below the picture on the left corner i believe if it was first edition right there it would say first edition right and if it wasn't first edition it would just be blank there mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure it was that spot if not it was a different spot on the card it was one of the corners if not that um if it was a promo card it would say promo but promo cards were always like acquired by special means so like if you went to the movies at the right time and saw the first pokemon movie and you, you got, got that mew? ancient mew yeah. that's a promo card okay. but that one actually i don't know if it actually says promo on it because it's ancient mew and it's like all funky mm-hmm. uh it looks like a tablet what about the entire one from uh the entire one should say promo card okay i don't know if i still have actually I probably should still have at least one of those i don't think i have all three of those because they did one for all three dogs right or lions or whatever i are. don't know i just know that i no i don't think so because i know i had two and uh I think I had two anti cards. Was Entei like the main character of the movie? I think so. So I then maybe was, it was just Entei. I think it was one that talked. <laughs> oh, Pokemon. Um, I definitely have Entei, but I if they did other ones, I don't have them. Um, oh, if you did you get a deck of cards from Detective Pikachu? Yeah, I never opened it. Though. I didn't open it either because I don't want to open it because I'm a weirdo and I mm-hmm. like to collect dumb shit. But I'm assuming there's a promo card in there. Okay. Um... But then there was, like, a whole separate set of promo Pikachu cards, and that was, like, the real thing that I was collecting. So, like, I would collect promo cards, but also, like, I would hunt out promo Pikachus. Like, I have Surfing Pikachu. I have uh, Pikachu in balloons. And I don't know. I haven't looked, and I honestly probably wouldn't sell them unless they were, like, crazy money. I may be thinking about dropping dropping one of these cards, but Mm -hmm. I'm assuming some of these promo cards are probably worth money. 
I don't have them graded. They're not in fucking like thick yeah. plastic walls. But that was my jam. Like I was like all about it. I have like I I have a very small binder, like very small. That's just promo cards. Mm. Um, and then I have a separate box that's just first edition holographics, which is not a lot of cards, but I have first edition Machamp. I'm pretty sure I have a first edition holographic Charizard too. Um, fuck. Pokemon cards were my jam. Like, I don't even think they're made by different companies now. I think they used to be made by Wizards of the Coast, but who, someone different has the Pokemon license now. Oh. So I'm pretty sure all of the Wizards of the Coast cards are not tournament legal. Oh. Which doesn't matter doesn't, to me, I, yeah, but because I was just a collector, so gotta fucking catch them all, Mike. Yeah, I've heard. You gotta catch them all. Did you collect Digimon cards? I I guess. What? You you did they make Digimon cards? Yeah. Was there a Digimon card game? Yeah. Was it like the rest of Digimon properties, subpar compared to Pokemon? I didn't play either. Yeah, but I mean. I didn't play either. I don't, I'm just trying to. I'm I just trying. Even, I'm just trying to talk shit about Digimon. I don't remember the rules. You know what I did play once though? Yu-Gi-Oh. Played that game once. Oh. Lost. Never played it again. Oh. Digimon is my. I'm Digimon. Whoa, I almost just not not a thing. Yu-Gi-Oh was my jam. Yu-Gi-Oh was my absolute jam. Mm-hmm. I also played Yu-Gi-Oh cards for a small sliver of time. I played Pokemon for a little bit more, but I didn't like with both of those things. It wasn't about playing; it was about collecting. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh actually was probably more about playing. Yeah, but Pokemon I mean, was, was more about collecting. Someone had like the mad. We had the mad out, and we're like, yeah, yeah, the magic cards go here, the trap cards go. Here, yeah, know, yeah. There used to be there used to be a place that was in my town growing up in Chelsea that uh, that would do Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon tournaments, and we would like ride our bikes down there sometimes and fucking do it. I think there was. I can almost imagine that there was a place in Malden too that did the same thing maybe but I didn't go there often I think I like I bumped into the area once and I can't remember if it happened it was either happening in uh New England Comics or maybe when the Hobby Lobby was still there yeah that would make sense for one of those places because it was the one that we would go to was like a it was like a collectible shop so it was like mm-hmm. Not just like Pokemon cards; it was also like sports stuff yeah. and whatever. I mean, I don't think it exists anymore. It was called Off the Wall, I think. Yeah, my memory's hazy, but I feel like I did at least witness people playing it, almost like people that knew what they were doing. Yeah, there was actually two places that did it. The other place I forget what it's called, but it was also it's also closed now. It doesn't exist anymore. Um, that one sold video games too, but they're always so overpriced. But I always, I would always, at the time. I was young, so it was like I would look at like N sixty four games in the case. I'm like, I really want to buy that, but I don't have sixty five dollars to spend on that. I don't have. I, I barely have five dollars for this booster pack, let alone sixty five for that. And the thought of like saving money that's that's a concept. Save that money. Um, before we move on to our final topics of the night, Mike, mm-hmm. this episode of the Past Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you well, actually, for October, let me let me not go the, the regular pitch here. If you're in town during October, A, good luck. Uh, B, they have extended hours for October because Salem in October is 
crazy busy and a big tourist destination so for october their hours are thursday and sunday at the carriage house 10 to uh noon to 10 p.m and then friday and saturday noon to 11 p.m at the carriage house the alleyway because they have two locations is open their normal hours which is uh friday saturday 7 to 11 um but yeah i would uh <clears throat> i would definitely recommend at some point in your life coming to salem in october maybe not the weekend weekend is is crazy town uh the week the weekdays aren't as bad but still get busy um but there's tons of stuff to do great restaurants great like lo local businesses to support and one of those is goodnight fatty and when you do head down to goodnight fatty you should let them know that past the controller sent you and if you're curious as to what Goodnight Fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and at Good Morning Fatty and educate yourself on both their breakfast and delicious treats. Did you get cookies last week? Uh, was Did last we get week? cookies together? Was that the pumpkin spice latte one? Yeah. Why, for some reason, why is like last week and just not like, I don't know. Did we record on Friday last week? I think so. Why is yeah, everything fucked up you, in my brain? You had to go to a wedding on. Oh, that's right. I don't know why everything's all fucked up in my brain for some reason. I'm having. I don't know if I'm having deja vu or having like some other thing that I don't know the word to describe. Yeah. <clears throat> Me brain not so good. <laughs> it does not work. But yeah, thanks to Goodnight Fatty for sponsoring this episode of the Past Controller Podcast, Mike. The last few things that I wanted to bring up, mm -hmm. first and foremost, because I don't want this to get cut from the episode for us going too long, is we're going to jump headfirst into everyone's favorite segment. Mike's the ad read? Mike's in a minute. Oh. No, we already did the ad read. That's, oh. that's everyone's, or, or, I'm sorry, everyone's favorite second, second favorite segment, okay. which is Mike's in a minute. Mike, before I get off on my topic. I haven't been watching anything. No, I nothing? I don't remember what happened this last week. Are you excited for all. MHA 2? Or MHA the next season? Or whatever the fuck is going on? I is guess. it season 2? No, it's like season 4. Are you fucking... Isn't it come back today or tomorrow? Tomorrow, I think. Are you pumped? I mean, I guess. Isn't it like your favorite current anime or no? Uh, I don't know if my favorite current... Well, I mean, something to say. It's starting up this season. So, what was I watching before? What was I... What, what I don't know. I you were watching like Steins Gate or something. I haven't started Steins Gate yet. I've been, I've been hearing good things about it. I'm like, oh, I should probably check that out. And then I just... Just fucking look at me. I'm Mr. Anime all of a sudden. I'm throwing out anime names. I have no mm -hmm. idea what Stein Gate's about. I couldn't tell you a single fucking thing. Oh, I don't thing. think I know what it's about. Is either. it like Stein's colon gate? Yeah. It's the only thing I know about that. Yeah. Um, before I mention my thing, though, so there's an eShop sale right now. One of the games on... There's a bunch of Bandai Namco, Bandai Namco games on sale. Mm -hmm. So My Hero One's Justice is on sale, which you okay. might want to look into. But... I know, I think we talked about this off the air, and neither one of us watched the show, but we were talking about Dot Hack mm -hmm. and how, like. Oh, no, I watched. I, I've watched some of the Dot Hack shows. I thought I mentioned that. Oh, no, no, no. So we were talking about Dot Hack, mm -hmm. and I was asking you if there's something else like that now, mm -hmm. and, and you had brought up Sword Art Online. Yes. But you don't watch that. Um, I, like, watch it sometimes, and I, I missed large, large portions of it. And, like, the parts that I watch, I'm like, this show is, like, whatever. Yeah. I, I thought you said you didn't watch it. Regardless, one of the games... So, Bandai Namco makes a lot of anime games. Mm -hmm. One of the games on sale is the newest Sword Art Online game, 
And I watched the trailer knowing nothing about the show, but the game looks like I might really fucking like the game. The game might Do you fun. know anything about it? No. Listen, the, the... It looks very Fantasy Star-esque to me, yeah, and that's I, my jam. I think that makes sense. I mean, the, the Sword Art Online show is basically about people getting stuck in a video game as they're wont to do mm-hmm. and you know one kid just being super overpowered in this game and he's like oh i gotta whatever now this has like eight player online like multiplayer mm-hmm. are you intrigued by this at all or no not especially i mean what is <laughs> i don't know i don't want to get in and play alone listen if you if you can get into i don't know i don't think i want to spend money on this game i don't I don't know what kind of game this actually is. It's an it's an online RPG. Okay. I don't like RPGs. That All right, much. that's fine. Well, that's fine. All right, whatever. What if I get you a code? If you get me a code, I'll install it and play with you, but I'll complain the entire time. I know, but we can fucking Mike. Come on, I actually have no idea what it's about, but it's just the gameplay. I was like, oh yeah, like I couldn't even. T- do I want to get I into this? I'm not even hundred percent sure I know what the plot of the first season is. I know they get stuck in the game, but I forget. The The thing about the show is, from what I can tell, each season is split up in half. And the first and second half are almost comically different. Hmm. And I don't know. In the second season, some girl had AIDS. It was weird. She was dying. Was that part of the story? Or the plot? I think it was like the big reveal at the end. Like, she was... She was always playing the game because she was in real life. She was dying of like AIDS or something. I huh. You're kind of just making me want to watch the show. Is the, it is it supposed to be a good show? It's a popular show, right? It's a popular show, but I almost exclusively see people ragging on it. It's weird. Hmm. At least when people like don't like something like Naruto, for instance, they're like, "Yeah, there's so much filler and this, that, and the other." This one, I just hear bad things about it. I watched the first half of the most recent season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, spoiler alerts, it ends with the main villain getting hummed to death by a flaming clown baby. And I don't I don't know why it happened. Well, that's a perfect segue into, Mike, I finished Evangelion. Uh-huh. And you finished it, right? You finished it a I, long time ago. I finished... Brian, let me fill you <laughs> on, like, Young Michael, 2003... I was reading, like, anime magazines. I read all about Evangelion. I'm like, all right, this is cool. I got my dad to buy me the DVD box set for Christmas, and I burned through that pretty quickly. I was like, I don't know what just happened. Okay. Have you rewatched it since as adult, Michael? Um, I think it ran on Adult Swim for a bit. I might have tuned in a little bit. And then, you know, I've been watching the Rebuild movies, which are actually very different, too. Okay. So... Obviously, have never have having never watched Evangelion before, mm-hmm. but to to preface this, well, before we even get into it, if for some reason you want to watch Evangelion and you don't want anything spoiled, I don't know how any of this is gonna spoil anything for you because I don't even know what it means. But I would just probably fast forward until the last two minutes of the episode, or I don't know. If we go for a long time and record more after that, I'll put some show notes in the show notes so that you know when to tune back in if you don't just don't want to hear the Evangelion stuff. But, so, I have seen, like, weird anime. I've seen fucked up anime. I've seen 
artsy anime. I've seen all of these other types of anime before. Evangelion was my shit. It was so good. And it's still my shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still going to stand behind it. Like, okay. I'm still going to stand there. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, abandon ship here. Yeah. And I don't even... Nest, like, I'm still... Again, I finished it tonight. Like, I watched the last four episodes today. Mm-hmm. So I'm still kind of processing some stuff. Yeah. What I want... <sighs> Remember how I said you would ask me what the end was like? And I said, they ran out of money. Is that part of the history of the show? I think that's part of the history. That's okay, well, that part... makes sense, the animation. <laughs> that definitely explains a lot of the animation. Why, it turned to, like, legit scribbles for a bit? <laughs> yes. Well, the, I mean, there's portions of, like, maybe even the last three episodes, or maybe just the last two, but there's complete portions of it where it's the same animations mm-hmm. recycled over and over again. And I don't know if that's part of the money thing or if it's part of the points they're trying to drive home. I think they were trying... I think that was trying to kill two birds with one stone there. Remember that part where uh, Shinji imagines that he had, like, a normal life and fucking Ray's running around with toast in her mouth? <laughs> okay, so we're just going to jump to that thing? Okay, fine, sure. So, yes, I... <laughs> so, oh my god, Mike. When that part ha- Okay, Jesus, there's so much to unpack here. Prior to that, what you're talking about, where everything's just completely different, mm-hmm. prior to that, the... Three episodes, so the, that happens in, like, the middle-ish of the last episode. Okay. So the first half of the last episode and then the two episodes before that, it is just bonkers off the wall. None of this makes sense. The show was not about this prior to this moment. It was mm-hmm. not about this. And then that happens, and the whole time I'm sitting there, and I'm like, was the show a dream? What is going on? Why is this what we're doing now? And then that goes away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is this show now? What just happened? And, okay. To to get a fully formed opinion, I'm going to have to do some research on the show. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, if that money thing is real, well, it is, I'm assuming, because you said it is. I mean, unless I was lied to and I never bothered fact-checking it, which is entirely possible. But if, if that is true, then maybe some of the end show decisions make sense. Mm-hmm. But... I kind of want to look into it a little bit more because I do think that the anime, I I think the Evangelion tried to tackle a lot of themes that they talk about in those last episodes. Mm -hmm. It's just the show previously dealt with it differently. And then everything changes and I don't know why. Yeah. I just don't know why. And it got pretty wacky. And it, it, once again, when I had watched all this, I went in there with certain notions that I had because I was like reading these magazines that explain like all these things, like oh yeah, this happens and this happens to this person. I'm like, and then by the end, I'm like, no, did I do something wrong? Is there is there a back to this DVD that I'm yeah. aware of? Um, Congratulations. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's very, very confusing. And at some point, maybe I'll revisit it. I should probably pop in my DVDs instead because I don't want to watch the Netflix version of it. I think they didn't they redub it and everything. I forget. I, the I believe the net Netflix version is redubbed. I didn't have any problem with the voice acting. I'm I thought, sure the, I thought it voice was good. Fine. I thought just, it was good. I'm I'm accustomed. To I actually meant to look it up before we started recording. Well, then I guess you wouldn't know the answer anyway. But I Shinji's dad is 
I it sounded like the guy that voices Bebop. I forget his name. Oh, um, now you mean Stephen Blum? Yeah, but I don't know if it's actually him or not. Um, but it sounded like him. That would be a re. That would have been a recast then because he didn't do it in the original. Well, that's I why feel, I don't. And I, I don't feel think like he's he, a big enough name that I would have heard if he was doing it. But I don't think the original voice cast is here. Yeah, I don't for think this. So um, I don't know if the. I don't I have no idea if the if the if the subs are an option on Netflix. I have no they, idea. They should be. Yeah. So I don't know if those Japanese voice actors have changed or whatever. I doubt. I ma- I imagine what happens is they got the license to air the original Japanese dub, but then also, but like a different company has it licensed now. Okay. So they had to get like a different cast to redub it. Did um. I I know when it had first come out or was coming out, there were some people. And again, I don't know anything about the show prior to this. Mm. There were some people saying that they had changed some scenes regarding Shinji and Kaoru. Kaoru, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did that happen? That I heard that the lines were changed. I don't know if they changed anything. Oh, so the animation was the same, but the lines were changed. I think the lines okay. played differently originally. Because were the lines originally like supposed to be Shinji's gay? I think the lines originally, and I don't remember how they changed, but I, I remember Kaoru telling Shinji that he loved him. But I don't know if that's exactly what he said in this new dub. Okay. Now I don't know. Well, I don't remember if he said I love you. But, like, I I could have sworn it was, it again, this is a while ago, so I don't remember. And I obviously had no ties to the show at all. Yeah. Um, but I could have sworn it was, like, in that moment in the anime, Shinji you find out Shinji's gay or at least in, in intrigued by that or something. But it, from what I was reading, it made it sound like they made it not a gay scene. I think the way this scene originally went is that it's, it's less about Shinji being gay, but more about like Shinji kind of being receptive to the idea of someone like unconditionally love, unconditionally loving him the way he hasn't received by anyone else in the past. He was, like, receptive okay. to it. Not so much like he's gay, but, like, hey, you know, someone's showing me genuine yeah. affection. Okay. Well, he, I mean, he was still receptive. Like, from what I watched, he was still receptive, and yeah. you would, maybe it wasn't even that he was, I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. But I didn't know if you knew. I don't, I don't know I if don't you knew more about that. Yeah. Because I, I thought, I could have sworn I thought after all of that backlash, I saw Netflix then, like, put out a message saying we weren't intentionally trying to change anything. And then I, I thought they had re-recorded oh, stuff to yeah. to make it true to what the fans expected or whatever. But I, I don't, like, again, I don't know the previous show, so I don't mm-hmm. know if it, like, if anything was actually changed yeah. in what I watched. So I don't know if you knew or not. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, it just, it just went off the fucking rails. Yeah. Yeah. Like in a in a way that seemed like it like I, I again I want to process it more. I want to think that the people behind the show had a message there because mm-hmm. I think there is a message you can maybe pull out or at least pieces of a message. Yeah. I just I believe at the very <sighs> end what ends up happening is that Shinji ends up accepting himself, something like that. Uh, but uh, which I, I think that is part of the message that you're which is to get why across. he kept sitting in that fucking uh, train trolley talking to fucking Ryu, Ryu, uh, Ryuji no not Ryuji uh, 
crap. Ryuji's the the guy that plants. Uh, Kyo, uh, Ko- uh now I Koji. Yeah. Uh, why I literally just like I literally just watched the show. Uh, not Asuka, not not Misoto. Ray. Ray. That's who you were thinking, right? He's sitting on the train with Ray. Yeah, maybe it was Ray. Yeah, who, who did you think he was sitting on the train with? I couldn't remember if you actually see who he was talking to, if it was like one of those things where like he's sitting there talking to himself. There, It happens multiple times, but I think it happens uh, with Ray. Well, it at least happens with Ray once, but mm-hmm. I, I think it happens with Ray every time. I think one... Who, who is the... Who is the kid he goes to school with that ends up becoming a... An, a pilot. A pilot and getting fucked up right away. Fucked up. I forget what bad. his name is. I can't remember his name is either. One, so one of the scenes on the train, he's on the train too, mm-hmm. but they don't know he's there. But he's listening to them talk, yeah. Ray and uh, and Shinji. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name. I I had. He might be Ryuji. Ryuji Kaji. No, the Kaji's. I think that. Now, now I'm confused. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm now, sorry. Now I'm, I'm sorry. Anyway, I used You're to have supposed a unit, to be the anime senpai. I used to have unit three, and I accidentally stepped on it and leaned to replace that. I don't like unit Is three. unit three your jam? Yeah. Okay. I like unit three. I don't know. I I feel like that other that other like entity. What? Like the um. Not nerve. The other. Sailor. Say yeah. What? What is it supposed to be? Who who is it? I think Sele was the, the commanding. Cause Sele, I think. All right. So Sele was trying to do the human instrumentality project, right? And Nerve was also doing it. But I, I thought it was Shinji's dad trying to do it. Shinji's dad was trying to do it. So then what was Sele trying to do? I don't know. They were just like the the. Were they stone tablets that were talking to people in a circle? I don't know what like that. When Sele started to come into the mix, I'm like, I don't know what's going on mm-hmm. in this show anymore. And I don't, like, there's a scene where Misoto and who's who's the blonde scientist? Um, Ritsuku. Ritsuku, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, something like that. But they're both dead, and they clearly got shot. There's blood all over the wall. But then, then shortly after that, they're alive. I don't know if it's part of like the instrumentality thing, so he's just like envisioning things. I, I don't think know. He's just envisioning things because I believe they're yeah. Anyway, after you finish processing it, watch into Evangelion, um, just to just to get some closure? closure. Does it give you closure? It it's it's definitely like a lot more actiony. I see. I don't even need the actiony stuff because honestly. I... <laughs> Not that I didn't like the action, mm-hmm. but in the everything else in the show up until the last like yeah, I'll say like I'll, honestly I'll say like the last six episodes is when it just starts to fucking go off the rails. Off the rails. Uh, like once once I got to like episode twenty, I was like, okay, it's a lot of a lot of elements that were not in the show before are now being just like thrusted into my face, mm-hmm. and I don't know what they're trying to do like i don't know what the goal like i don't know what the message they're trying to send here yeah um but like i liked a lot of the character interaction and character building in between the fights like almost more than any of the fights mm-hmm. 
um, to the point where I was kind of like, oh, an angel, like, come, come on, like, go, get back. I want to like, hear these conversations. I want to see what's going on here. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I really did enjoy, like, it touches on a lot of themes of, like, like the, just a lot. I mean, maybe it's just me. I don't know. But I, like, I felt a lot of relatable feelings being expressed mm-hmm. in a lot of scenes in the show. And I'm like, okay, I'm all about this. And then, like, is so is Ray is Ray like technically Shinji's sister? Uh, I mean, I guess that's a way of putting it, because technically, half the DNA, eh, half sister, I guess you could call it. No, 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 it's just a clone of his mother. So Ray is supposed to be a clone of his mother. Yes. So it's half Ray's mom and half Angel? Um, or Eva? So, no. So Ray is a clone of Shinji's mother, but I believe they might have used some of Lilith to put her together, right? And Lilith is the thing with the fucking... With the Lance of Longinus yeah. stuck in her that's down in like the fucking lower levels of yeah. her. Well, and that was another thing, and maybe I just missed it, but like, there was not a lot of explanation around Lilith, and it and it also like the way the show like starts to round out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, this like this show is my jam, and then it just fucking went off the rails, and I don't know how I feel about the ending. So there's a lot of things that they throw at you that I feel that ultimately, even when I like end up like looking up the answers because I have the internet, I was like, all right, let me figure this out. Even when I, like, found out, like, oh, yeah, this is what this is and this, I'm like, was there supplemental material I was supposed to yeah. like, be reading? There's definitely, like, gaps in just things they just don't talk about. Like, I don't know what Lilith is supposed to... Is Lilith an, an angel? Lilith's an angel. That they're just housing and using Lilith's, like... Cells. Cells to make Eva's? Yeah. Okay, where does that lance come from? Was that Lilith's weapon? I'm not really quite. I'm not quite sure where the Lance of Longinus came from. Because it was we lost one on the moon. Because that much. Because it was in Lilith's chest. Yeah. But Lilith also had think like spikes in her hand. Like it was like she was crucified. Yeah, that was the whole point. That's... Well, yeah, because they had you had to open the, the the heaven's gate to get in there. It was a, uh, what's his name? Ano, and I can't remember his first name. He was an age. The creator of the show. He really liked the Christian imagery. It just it just sounded cool. Yeah. No, and I I get it. it like cool. I get it. Like it's there. There's a lot of cool things here. There's a you lot of cool angels, things in the show. You got Adam. You've got Eva. So I don't know if it's apparent at the beginning of the show at any point, mm-hmm. but when I put those pieces together, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa! Like, all right, there's a lot of like a lot of symbolism here that prior to them. Like, it wasn't until they said Adam for the first time that yeah. I was like, why do they keep calling this thing Adam? But then I was like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Because um, I don't think you find out about Adam until, like, the middle of the show. Um, yeah, I don't know if they ever named, because he's the reason of uh, second impact, if I remember right. See, but I think first impact is... was him showing up on Earth. Second impact was whatever Misato's dad did. But did they ever say it, though? They never say what second impact was. That's what caused, like, I forget, actually, what did cause it? So, I used to know. So, I used to know so, what Second Impact was. It was something involving Adam and what Masato's dad did, and that's what caused the Earth to be the way it, it currently is. So I want to say no, because you're led to believe that's what's going on, but then 
like the cool guy, the guy that's like smoking Kaji. Kaji. Okay. R.I.P. Kaji. So, Ka- is he dead? Yeah. They took Masato's gun and like remember he's like, "Hey," and then you hear the gunshot and like she's crying when they give her back the gun. No, he calls her on the phone after that. I think she has a. Re- I think a she, recording. I think he had called either prior or something like it was oh. a voicemail that she was replaying. Okay. Interesting. I missed the fact that he was actually dead. I thought he was just on the run. Because no. he was like a, he, a spy. He was a spy for who? I don't remember. Maybe Sele. Well, see, that's and that's what I thought, and that's why I was like, I don't get the relationship of Sele. Like, I don't know where, I don't know who, what this is supposed to be because. They made it seem like Kaji. Mm-hmm. Kaji was working for Sele because there's a whole scene where not Shinji's dad, but the other guy. Uh, the guy with the white hair? Yeah. Uh, his name is with an F, but I can't remember. But he was the professor, right? Yeah. So they make a point of showing Kaji say to that guy, professor. And then it goes into a whole. Or, sorry, when fucking what's-his-face is in the room with Sele talking to him. Someone calls him professor, and then it goes into a whole flashback of him being, like, a fucking teacher or something. He was a teacher to both... Uh... Shinji and Shinji's mom. Shinji's, Shinji's dad, dad and Shinji's mom. Yeah. I don't know, I just didn't it's say Shinji's Gendo. parents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I could have sworn par- part of in that past thing was Kaji was there. Maybe not. I don't fucking know. Now I'm, like, so... Now I'm just so confused. I'm so lost. But the point I was trying to get to before was... You're led to believe that that's what caused the second impact. Mm -hmm. But after what they don't show, Misoto... So when he tells Ray to go get the fucking wand of Gamelon, what is the name of the spear? Lodginus? Lodginus. It's the name of the spear. Supposedly, like, there was a, you know, whatever, Roman soldier that, like had a spear to, like, poke Jesus when he was up on the cross. To, oh, okay. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I'm familiar with the imagery of yeah. a spear. Okay. All right. Interesting. Lance of Loginus? Yeah, Loginus. Okay. Um, well, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that, that makes a lot of yes. sense, adding to all the, like, Christian symbolism. But you're led to believe that that's what happened. But when he sends Ray down there, Misoto turns to Shinji's dad and says... You're gonna let in in Eva get near Lilith or near the Lance. It was one of the two. Mm-hmm. That's what caused the second impact. You're gonna risk causing the third impact right now, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to her speaking like in her thoughts and says, "So the second impact was a lie, or something like that, or it says something like that, or like that's not what caused the second impact." Mm-hmm. So like, but they don't say what caused the second impact. You know. The second impact is like the crater in Antarctica, right? Yes. So, if I again, if I remember correctly, or is the second impact what destroyed Tokyo? Is that why they're on Tokyo Three? Whatever causes second impact is what fucked up the entire Earth. So something happened, and that was where Misato was. So she like she was, she saw what happened, or she's like it killed her dad. It killed her dad. Um. What was I going to say just now? Bup, 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 bup. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really... 
again, part of it is because like it wasn't explicitly said in the show. It might have been explained more maybe in the movie. Um, now, is the movie from the creator? Yes. And it's a continuation of these characters? Yes. It like... Where can I easily watch this? It's also on Netflix. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. Is it like, is it long? Is it just one thing or is it a series? Just a movie? It's just a movie. It's probably like an hour and a half. Might even be that long. I, I put it on my... Uh... Well, if it's on Netflix, I'm just going to... Yeah. I now I need to I, I need to know I need I need any more information. But you said that there's other is there current Evangelion stuff? Yes. Is it from the same creator? Yes. But it's not the same characters. It's the same. So yeah, let's see. Yeah, it's an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'll watch that soon. Um. So, and this was something I was trying. I want to explain to you at some point before, but it wouldn't have made sense at the time. So I believe they're doing four movies in total. They've done, like, the first three are out. Um, I'm waiting on the fourth one to come out. The first movie was more or less the same. It was just, like, like remember that big fucking floating angel? The one that looked like a pyramid? It was, like, one of the first angels. Oh, made. yes, okay. I, I was thinking about the, the one they throw the spear at yeah. in space. But, no, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that big one. Like, honestly, I think that was, like, the last angel they fight in the first movie. And... Honestly, the only change to that movie really was, like, that angel was... They put a lot more budget into that angel. Like, it was doing some weird shape-shifting stuff. Oh, the movies are recent. Yes. Or more recent. Wait, so wait, what's Revival of Evangelion? Um, That one, I don't know. So you've seen Evangelion 1, 2, 3, three. and 4 comes out next year? Yes. Or 3 plus they, 1? They, they name them weird. Like, the actual DVD I have is, like, Evangelion 3.33 or whatever. Are these on Netflix? No. Are these good? Yeah, they're different. So what I was getting at is, like, the first movie is more or less the same as, like, the first four episodes. But then it gets drastically different by the second one. And by the third one, everything is fucking different. Okay. Are they... I have... I have three on Blu-ray. I might have the first two on DVD. I might actually have the second one on Blu-ray, too. I don't remember anymore. Right, yeah, I mean, hook me up, get me, get me, uh, get me on the train. Um, because if Evangelion three plus one gets a like small window in theaters, I'm like we're popcorn and that shit, we're getting in there. I saw the first three in theaters, I believe. All right, we need to, we need to make. I, I'll, I'll, I'll get. Let me see. I didn't look to see if they actually had a release date if, besides 2020. I don't. I'm much of a dust. They, they showed June, some stuff. June 2020. Um, recently there was something else I was say just now. So I'll I'll have all of the other four films, the end of Evangelion, the three other films done by June, so we can mm-hmm. make make this a thing. Um, what was Death and Rebirth? Death and Rebirth was, and I told you what it was before, but I can't remember what the first half is anymore. The second half of Death and Rebirth is basically the first half of End of Evangelion, but the first half of Death and Rebirth was was it a recap? It might have just been a recap. Probably. Yeah. It, they it, did like three recaps in um and. Halfway through, like, it's not until, like, halfway through the recap that I'm like, this is a fucking recap. I just, I just watched the episode before this. Yeah. It's Netflix. I know it's, not, I know it's uh, probably was time, but still. Anyways, we talked way too long about Evangelion, so we're going to just drop the rest of the topics. But I knew that was going to happen. That's why I was mm-hmm. like, we're going we're gonna to talk about Evangelion now, because it's fresh. The wounds are still there. Mm-hmm. And they just, they, they never, 
And when do they get to the fireworks factory? Like, they throw the spear into space. Yeah, because they have to kill that angel. But then they just never go get it. Like we don't have the we we don't have the capacity to go get. Yeah, this. they don't it's have the like... capacity to go to the moon. Yeah, but that's why they don't want to fucking throw the damn thing. Because like, listen, know, if we they... do this, we're not going to be able to get this shit back. I know, but if they do it, and if that's what caused the fucking second impact, I, I yeah, I don't remember what. I think the. Oh, oh you know what it is. Also... I think the problem is that something about second impact had to do with specifically Adam and the Lance. And I think the problem is that Adam might be on the moon, if I remember right. That might have been part of the problem. Adam meaning Lilith? No. Adam is a different angel? Yes, Adam is the first angel. Um, Lilith, I believe, is the second. Oh, but Lilith is the one that they have underneath. Yes. And, and humanity is the, is the 19th angel. I remember that much. Oh, wait. Okay. So you said that they lost the first lance because, of course, they have two. Mm -hmm. They lost the first lance on the moon. So is Adam on the moon with the lance in his chest up there? No, I think Adam is just, he just bounced and he went to the moon. I think. We don't even get an explanation of what the angels are. Unless I just missed that. Do do we get an explanation of what they are? I don't think Or why they want to kill Earth? So I think that's part of it. Part of it is that humanity is the 19th angel i believe i think that's part of it and then part of it is that i think all the angels are trying to get to the lance or trying to get to lilith one or the other they're trying to that they're was, definitely trying to get to wherever down there down yeah. there like that's part of it and uh, but the other oh my god mike there's so many things there's a very quick scene and i don't think it's ever shown or talked about ever again but there's a quick scene where do we know what shinji's dad's name is Gendo Ikari? Gendo. So, uh, oh, what do they call him? They call him something Ikari, like conductor or um, general? Commander? Commander, yeah. That, that's what they never call him by Gendo. They just say Commander Ikari. Yeah. So, Commander Ikari is standing in front of uh, is Shinji's Eva 2. He's got Unit 1. So, he's standing in front of, I believe, Unit 1. Because Unit 1 is supposed to be Shinji's mom? Yes. Okay. So, he's standing in front of Unit 1. He takes his glove off. Mm hmm. And he's a fucking, he's got like things. things yeah. kinda, is he a fucking angel? No, I think part of it is that he's got the cells maybe of Adam, like, graft into his hand. I forget what that one was. That, that was one of the but things. how do you know the explanation? How do you know that? How do I know that? Because that was one of the things I remember seeing in, like, the magazine. I was like, I don't remember. I don't know what's going on here. Again, 13, 14 of Michael, very confused. 30 year old Brendan very confused yeah, yeah. but uh, it sucks because it's not that it sucks it's not bad it's not good either but it's not bad it's just it's just that the rest of the show I really enjoyed and I thought was really well done and I feel like if the way they did this end stuff because again I really do think that he was trying to convey a message. Oh, yeah, probably. I think there was some specific things he was trying... Like, at the end of it, like, it makes no... Congratulate! Like, it makes no fucking sense, mm-hmm. but the scene leading up to that is, like, Shinji having an inner dialogue and then, like, what I interpreted as reality breaks around him because it's, mm-hmm. like, glass shattering. Yeah. And then he realizes... 
I don't know. Like, I took it as, like, I took it as what I ultimately, in at this point, thinking the ending is supposed to mean, at least in this encapsulated thing and not what happens in End of Evangelion or mm-hmm. any other subsequent films, is that clearly they're in this fucked up version of Earth. Mm-hmm. They all have their own shit. Clearly Shinji's got some fucking shit he's dealing with. Some real shit. And it makes it sound... The, the thing that I pulled from it that is... Like, again, if this is what they're trying to do, like, it's not maybe not done in the greatest way, but I think there are some important messages to latch onto, which is why I really like the show, is that I think they... The message they're trying to make is that you... Even if you have all of this shit going on, even if you're in a scenario that's not ideal and has issues, if you can come to terms with yourself, you can survive in those situations. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, like, I don't know. Because I kind of like some of, the, like, the end, in the final episode, I liked some of the kind of, like, really fucking, if it was budget thing, it still looked cool. Like, there was some cool, like sketchy animation like i liked a lot of that like i liked i don't know i don't fucking know i just don't know i've heard people suggest that the events of those last two episodes occur in shinzi's head during the movie and if that's the Hmm. case that i mean that it would make sense sort of okay well then, I gotta watch these movies. Well, gotta... just end of Evangelion. the The rebuild series are like are very different at a certain point. Like at a certain point, I remember sitting there watching it. And you remember how like he would sit there with his tape recorder while he's sleeping and like rewind the track and play it over again. Yeah. At some point, he goes to track two. I'm like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. I was like, hmm? "Okay, Nani." Yeah. Uh, I, I, there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff there. I I like. I don't know. I we're talking way too long about this shit. Mm-hmm. But I like it. Overall, do you like Evangelion? Yeah. I do, too. I, I, like, I like Evangelion. It. I, I wish my Nerve shirt wasn't so beat up. I still have it. I could still wear it if I felt like it. See, I don't know if I'd want to rock a Nerve shirt. But I don't know what I, what I would want to rock. I, like, I don't know if I get down with Nerve. Nerve is... I, I feel like Nerve's the bad guys, too. Oh, yeah. No, they're not great. Oh, I don't know. But is Seal also the bad guys? Sale? Seal? Sale is also bad. Listen, they're all bad. No, no. Misoto's Sh- not bad. Not bad. Shinji's not bad. Yeah, she's just looking out. I would go as far to say that Rei is not even bad. No. She's just a product of she's whatever they're fuck they're telling her to do. Yeah. And I would I would argue that Asuka's not bad either. Asuka's not bad. She's also, she just again has a fucked up history. Fucked up history. Her mom's in Ava Unit too. Do they say that in the show? Um, I don't know if it's ever explicitly split like stated, but like it's implied that the souls of the reason why these kids are compatible with the Avas is because, like, their mom's souls, well, in Ray's case, I think it's Ray's soul, are in the Avas itself. So, uh, Shinji's mom in Ava Unit 1, Ray's mom killed herself, but I believe her soul is somehow in Unit 2. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Oh, Mike. Like, now that we're just talking about more stuff, like, more things are, like, who is, what, the angel that is the fifth son. Or the fifth child. Uh, Kaoru? Kaoru? Yeah. He's an angel. Yes. But he's sent there by Sale. 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 Right? I believe so, yeah. So what is Sale's goal? Is is Nerve's goal to stop 
the angels from like is is that what nerve is trying to do they're just trying to stop the angels so all right hold on a second because I I know sh- I know Gendo's ultimate goal was instrumentality because he really misses his wife. Sele was up to some other shit. I they had the whole Dead Sea Scroll thing going on. Yeah, what was that all about? <laughs> what was that all about? <laughs> Dead Sea Scrolls. Man. <laughs> they Again, kept, they kept bringing it up, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. But Dead Sea Scrolls, another like real thing. Yes, like, it's it's a real thing in the world that they thought sounded cool, so they used in the show. It's some sort of prophecy, maybe? I don't know, but they needed to do that to something. Oh, man. Can I, can I confess something? <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> I never actually watched Evangelion. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, I don't know if this is true or not. And... I'm going to sound really dumb for saying this. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if you're going to know the answer. So we might just end this podcast on a note of we're two dumb idiots. We're going to end it with like, just everyone else is just as confused. We're like, I don't know. Um, So there was another point I was going to make about Evangelion too. And I can't remember. But growing up, I went to Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And I also don't know what Jesus' last name is. I've, it's, my, it's been... Is that a thing? His I don't last know. Name? I don't know. Oh, that's not what I was going to bring. I don't even know what's the thing. But. There's Mary Magdalene. I know her last name. I, what the fuck's Jesus' <laughs> last name? I definitely, looking back at my youth, like, I don't know if, like, if you go to a private school or a Catholic school now, if it's still like this, I'm assuming it kind of still is, which is unfortunate to think about, is, like, you have teachers in classes that, like, try to tell you that like stuff that happens in religion is like the real stuff that happened in the world and maybe that's not the right way to like talk to people or teach people things especially young people who are very impressionable um like i want to say that my school like there were some teachers that like would say evolution was not a th- not a thing. And yeah. Like, uh, well, I mean, they. I mean, I believe they honest to God believe it, so that's what they're gonna impart to yeah. children. Well, that's that's not okay. But anyways, in one of these classes, at some point, someone had said a teacher, and I don't know. I I just never looked to see what the truth was behind this. Okay. But the Dead Sea. Mm-hmm. First of all, have the Dead Sea Scrolls been found? Are those a thing that like exists, or is it just like a um, like a like a legend? I believe they exist. I believe people have. I believe people have them. Okay. I believe. I believe someone has. All right. Them. That that's a thing that if even if I did know that, I forgot that mm-hmm. I knew that. But the Dead Sea is a real place. Yes. And <laughs> now again, Mike. It has a very high. Uh, salt, salt, right? Yeah, so like okay, it, but if it you, makes you float or something. Okay, so but if you go in it, you don't die. Not that I know. <laughs> okay. Cause I don't cuz that's what like I think I've always just I've never ever thought to even look up the Dead Sea. I've like and, as an adult. Yes, and I haven't either. And um I'm going to go out on a limb here and I don't know for certain. I'm just going to imagine that because of its high salt level Maybe nothing is living in that sea. Maybe 
maybe like there's and that's why they call it the dead sea because nothing lives there maybe. but if you were to like step like, into it you wouldn't just start to like die die or turn into salt or something i don't think it's not like fucking solving the gamora here and like ooh, what's going on oh, no. no i don't know mike apparently you can't turn around and look at when you're leaving the city yeah you know i don't know anyways what the hell are we talking about? I have no idea. There was another, there was like a, a, a good point I was going to make about Evangelion, and now I can't remember it because the Dead Sea is rotting my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess this is as good a time as, as ever to wrap this episode okay. of the Past Control Podcast up. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Past Control Podcast, episode 164. As always, you can find all of our content at pastthecontroller.io. On Twitter and on Instagram at PassController and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. If you're a friend of the show, if you're a fan of the show, you want to help support the show, the best way to do that and the freest way to do that is to share us on social media, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform, and leave us a review on iTunes. All that stuff really helps us. If you do have a few bucks kicking around, you can go to patreon.com slash PassTheController and become a patron. Or go to our shop at pastthecontroller.threadless.com and get yourself a dope shirt, dope sweatshirt, and help support us. Uh, I just put up my review for Killer Queen Black at pastthecontroller.io, so check that out if you're interested. Um, as always, you can find me at Groom, and you can find this guy at underscore Mike Opath. And last thing, we are getting into the middle of October. We've been doing PTC Inktober all month long. If you're an artist, if you like art, if you like to draw, sketch, or even if you aren't that great and you just want to have an excuse to be creative, follow the hashtag PTC Inktober 2019 on Instagram and Twitter. Check us out. Check all the other artists out that are contributing art all month long. We've had a lot of really great submissions. We appreciate everyone that's taken part in it. Um, even if you aren't doing our prompt list, the general Inktober prompt list is out there. There's plenty of other people with their own prompt lists. Uh, it's it's a celebration of art. It's an excuse to be creative, and I highly recommend either checking it out, throwing a bunch of likes out there for all the people that are just putting their art out there, or contribute yourself if you have you know an itch to draw or want an excuse. Sometimes all you need is a little push, and nothing is a bigger push than a prompt list telling you what to draw on what day. So appreciate if you check that out and check us out as well. I really, the whole time while I was doing that, was like digging my brain, trying to remember the Evangelion thing that I wanted to say. Because what's going to happen is we're going to turn this off, we're going to get in the car to go get cookies, I'm going to fucking remember right away. That's what's going to happen, Mike. That's what's going to happen. I'll try to stall for another 10 seconds, just mumbling, rambling, but I don't think I'm going to be able to pull out. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to this week's episode of the Past Control Podcast, episode 164.